What is hope? Can we be hopeful in very uncertain times? What inspires hope in you? Hi, my name is Dan Dick and welcome to Church Matters. We're outdoors here on the site of Mennonite Church Canada's 2014 Assembly in Winnipeg this summer. The theme? Wild hope, faith for an unknown season. In Romans 8.25 we read, But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. A farmer seeds his crop and then waits with patience. The farmer hopes that there will be no flood, drought or hail. The harvest cannot be seen yet. Even when the harvest is in the bin, the farmer hopes it will be of sufficient yield and quality to earn a living. Hope in the context of Romans 8.25 is not about instant gratification. It's about something we will inherit in the future. It's something worth sacrificing and suffering for. Hope represents the spirit of our striving. But telling people not to lose their hope can also be really trite and cliched. Hope is difficult when families are caught in cycles of domestic abuse. Hope seems impossible when you're just trying to feed your family every day or trying to find shelter from bombs and gunfire. I don't have any easy answers for those who suffer in what surely feels like a hopeless situation. But maybe those situations are what makes hope such a wild idea. As a people of faith, we enter new seasons of our lives all the time, and we do so in a spirit of wild hope because we know God is with us. I'm going to turn the next 10 minutes of our program over to Moses Falco. Moses is a graphic designer at Mennonite Church Canada and a communications student at Canadian Mennonite University. For this episode, he interviewed participants attending Mennonite Church Canada's assembly in Winnipeg this summer and explored what hope means to them. This will be part one of a two-part series on hope. In part two, we'll explore assemblygoers' hopes for the future of the church. Words of Welcome and a song about God making all things new kicked off Mennonite Church Canada's assembly from July 3 to 6 in Winnipeg. This year's theme was hope, and not just any hope, but a wild hope, faith for an unknown season. The guiding text was the story of Jesus calming the storm in Mark 4. Hope is an interesting word, a hard word, a word that we apply to the biggest of situations. For example, I hope she says yes when I ask her to marry me. And for the smallest of concerns, such as, I hope we get pizza for lunch. Karen Martin Zimmerly is the denominational minister for Mennonite Church Canada and a member of the assembly planning team. I asked her why it was important for the church to think about hope. There are so many changes in our world and they're impacting the church and we need a center from which to face that change and so hope reorients us um, to Jesus. Jesus was on the land, Jesus is in the boat, Jesus is on the other shore and so when we have hope and that hope is centered in Jesus Christ no matter what storm or what's or when the sunshine comes Jesus is present there with us. And we need those reminders. We're human. Hope can be a subjective word. It depends on the context and who is defining it. These are the voices of pastors, church leaders, church delegates, 
board members, volunteers, and others at assembly as they think out loud about hope. What do you think when you think about hope, or, or how would you define it? I think hope is at the core of, uh, of the gospel um, reality, the gospel message. And uh, I particularly like the theme, the, 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 uh, the concept of wild hope, because uh, it, it's something that we can't control. It's not domestic, it's not tame. And I think we need to give ourselves over to that. I guess the first word that comes to my mind is freedom. And the, the wild hope that we have in Christ is he offers us freedom just from the baggage of life and, and the spiritual realm. He just gives so much freedom in that. So I just think that the more we see freedom, the more hope we have. When I think of hope, I, I think that when we're in a boat with Jesus, we always have hope. And uh, I like the imagery of of the muddy and murky waters, but in a boat with, with Jesus and each other, I think, I think that gives me hope. The hope is, is something that we strive for. It, it can be something as um, it can be something like a dream or an aspiration. Well, it's part of our faith. We're looking for something that helps us through the uh, uh, difficulties, the uh, challenges that we ha we face in uh, modern living. I, I would like to say I define hope as like a sense of uh, being open to a sense of wonder and curiosity and, and optimism toward uh, regarding the way we approach certain things or the way we, we do life. Something that comes to mind when I think of hope is, is knowing that God promises that there are, are better things for us and that God is always working for the good even if we don't recognize it as that always. And so I guess hope is maybe a word that we use to describe all of that in one, one word. I think hope is having the ability to look beyond the negative current situation and seeing seeing all sorts of possibilities. For me, it is that, it's that sense that God is with us, that God is with me in the storm, through the storm. He's ahead of me, and he's with me. Hope, thinking outside of the box, thinking creatively, um, being open, living with joy. Hope is being able to embrace challenge and 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 know that uh, that God remains with us wherever that takes us. Always positive, right? Hope is always positive in my mind, and uh, the possibilities are there if one will only allow the dreaming to happen. Hope is different from optimism because optimism is like you you're sure it will end well right and I think hope is knowing that it could end very badly but working as hard as you can to make it end well knowing that you might fail but doing it anyways also knowing that it's not just me that's going to determine the outcome I think you uh, it's hard to define but I think I think when you experience it and when when uh, a community is living in hope, then you know, you know what it is, right? It's, it's looking to the future and, and uh, sensing uh, God's leading and God's presence and um, knowing, come what may, uh, that, that uh, things are in God's hands. The definitions of hope are personal and wide-ranging. But I wondered, what does hope look like in practice rather than just theory? How do people live with hope in real-life situations? This is Pastor Terry Gertson.
I currently serve as pastor at Sterling Mennonite Fellowship, and that term will end in about two weeks. And after that, it's completely unknown. So the, it, this was kind of a surprising decision for both the congregation and for myself. We, uh, none of us really saw this coming. And so the church is in a bit of turmoil because the future suddenly looks uh, wide open and filled with uh, anxious uncertainties, and, and the same could be true of me. And yet, I, at the same time, I, I believe that God takes things like this, this um, uncertainty and difficult moments in life, and he transforms them and turns them into amazing, beautiful, graceful things. Uh, so there's, there's uh, just a, a, an overwhelming sense of hope for me personally, um, but I have that same sense of hope for the church, mm -hmm. that God will move them to a good place as long as they don't uh, set up roadblocks and get in the way, yeah. right? And as long as I don't, you know, get in the way of God's plans, God's agenda, mm -hmm. uh, even though I don't know what that is. Right. What's the difference then, or what has been the difference now that you've been able to preach so much about, you know, trusting in God and following God's plan for your life and preaching that and now having to live it. What, what's the difference there? Well, you know, I've always believed that God has a good plan for people, and, uh, and I've experienced uh, His transforming and His faithful work in my life uh, time and time again. And so I'm, I'm able to come to this time of transition in my life uh, with this confident sense that God looks out for His people. God looks out for His church because I've experienced it. And so I, just, I know that something will work out uh, for ultimate good. Um, and, and that's based not just on some vague idea, not just on uh, stories in the Bible, but also on personal experience. Is it generally okay for you and for Sterling to be at a time of unknown? Absolutely. Sometimes the, the best stuff happens in our lives uh, in moments of crises, right? Yeah, a, a failure causes you to stop and re-examine things. And uh, if this is a moment of transition, it's also a moment of maybe uh, anxious transition for some of us. And, and I think that, that anxiety or that little bit of crises could spur us on to trust God even more when, uh, if things were, were happy and easy, we'd, we'd tend to rely on our own abilities and our own skill set and our own, oh, I can do this, right? And so, so because it's a bit anxious, it, it, it forces us to rely on God a little bit more, which is a good thing. There are millions of people who have struggles and go through crisis every day. Not everyone has the same kind of hope as Pastor Terry. Some find it almost impossible to find any hope at all. I was curious to see what words of advice Pastor Terry and others at Assembly had to offer. When someone comes up to you in a time of crisis or a time of unknown and just can't seem to find any hope, what do you say to someone like that? Wait. Listen uh, intently to God through his word, practice some spiritual disciplines uh, so that you're not just always focused on me and my problems, right? Let God speak to you through uh, Lectio Divina or through fasting or through quiet meditation or through the stories of other people. Um, that this time of hopelessness uh, is a time to, to listen. I, I would uh, point them to the question of uh, where have they placed their hope upon? And it's easy to be disappointed by people, by structures, by programs, 
by decisions because we are all imperfect people and all these things will at some point disappoint us and perhaps even cause us to lose hope. So our focus needs to be placed upon Christ once again. It's a good question. I, I, would, I would sympathize with them that it's, yeah, it's hard to have hope sometimes. I would sit with them for a while with that and be in that, uh, be a companion to them in that and, and, and see where it goes from there. Yeah, well, I think sometimes things are bleak. So I think there are times when, you know, it's really hard to generate that hope. And uh, so I think some things we do need to live in that place where, where we, our sense is that it does look dark. But that's also part of the, the journey for the church and the history of the church and the history of Christian people, that there are places that, that are dark. But we know that even the darkness, that, that God is present with us. So it's a matter of hanging in there, hanging there in the dark and allowing, allowing the Spirit to be with us in that place because the light will come eventually. It's really important for young people to know that there's people they can talk to, so it's all about relationships. So as long as they know that they can come to me or to someone in their life, even if it is with something really challenging, I think that's a really key thing for them to know. I would say, you know, chat with your peers and read the, some Bible and read about Jesus' life uh, and pray together. The, the first thing would be to simply listen to what is the story of the lack of hope. Um, and in the midst of uh, listening to a person to be simply silently praying. Uh, and amazingly, as we are in conversation with one another, and I've had this uh, happen many times in my ministry, um, by the end of a conversation, something emerges that would not have been imaginable at the beginning. I think that those times of unknown, we all have those. And so going into that place of unknowing um, and just sitting there with them is an incredible gift to that person. It's very hard for us sometimes to do that. But um, I think that our unknowing is a, and our doubt is a huge part of our faith and that it actually is what creates faith, I think. I, I would say to look beyond the context and, and, and start to remind yourself of the things you know. Um, and, and that's where you start to find hope because we know that God is with us. We know that, that we are people of God and, and start to, to anchor yourself in the knowledge because when everything is uncertain around you, you know, it, it, then I think you, you get that sense of hope and, and solitude again, that, or that there's, um, yeah, yeah, that solitude um, when, you, when you recognize that, that God is still with you, even though the circumstance doesn't seem so obvious. Thanks to everyone who contributed their thoughts and ideas about hope. That concludes part one of our two-part series on hope. Thanks to Moses Falco and Matthew Veith for gathering those inspiring vignettes. In part two, we'll explore where people are finding hope in their church lives. You can join me again in just four weeks for another episode of Church Matters. We're here for you at 8.45 a.m. on the third Sunday of every month. We always welcome your feedback to the program, and we love to hear listener ideas for topics and themes you'd like us to cover. Dash off your email to churchmatters at mennonitechurch.ca. We also accept your phone calls and financial support for this program at 1-866-888-6785 or you can visit MennoniteChurch.ca and click on the donate link. I'm your host, Dan Dick. 
know that you are called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Thanks for listening. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.